Hello, my gorgeous friends and family. I am Dr. Day Luna, host of Drop It Like It's Doc podcast. And today we're going to be talking all about autoimmune disease. This is something that you may have heard of, something that you or a loved one is suffering with. And it's something that truly conventional medicine doesn't have a lot of options to support you with. So listen up to this episode and take a deep dive into what could be triggering your immune system to do these interesting things. So today we're talking all about autoimmunity. And even in this word, you may have some insight as to what it is, auto, self, immunity. It's where your immune system turns against itself. And you might not even know that you have an autoimmune disease. For instance, if you were diagnosed with celiac disease, if you were diagnosed with Hashimoto's hypothyroidism, these are common words of diagnoses that are actually pathologically where your immune system gets confused and targets itself. So this is something that naturopathic doctors, functional medicine doctors, it is a part of our education. I will say that conventional medicine absolutely does learn about autoimmune disease. However, there are so many different things coming up in the literature and research that is helping us understand what exactly is triggering the immune system to have this sort of dysfunction, which is leading to cellular destruction, tissue breakdown, and ultimately symptoms. So while you may have a diagnosis and you may have been told that you have to take X prescription for the rest of your life to manage those symptoms, I am here to tell you that that may not be true at all because something that is so deeply ingrained in naturopathic medicine and functional medicine and also just the way that I practice is that your body is perfect. And I will continue to remind you that, that your body is so intelligent and it is always trying to keep you as happy, as healthy as possible. However, those of you that have watched this podcast up to this point know that I love to share with you all the things that we are exposed to, all the things that your sweet body is trying to clear out of you on a regular basis. A lot of these things we did not evolve with, right? We didn't evolve with a lot of these environmental toxins and chemicals. We didn't evolve with the immense stress that we are all experiencing on a daily basis. And as a result, our immune system just trying to keep up. But sometimes our human minds like to put things in our bodies before our immune system has caught up with recognizing them as poison. So let's take it a little bit deeper. Everything that is on or inside of your body is screened by your immune system. Your immune system is this army. It is this army that says what should stay and what should go. If something is supposed to leave your body, if it is not welcome, your immune system will create an army against it. It will create some troops to go out and specifically target it. But even before we get to that specifics of it, we actually have a few different arms of the immune system. The two main ones are the, um, <laughs> the innate and the adaptive immune system. The innate immune system are things that are more so generalized. So your skin barrier, the barriers within your body, the different pHs and things that kind of more broad will level the playing field and broadly limit bacterial overgrowth and keep things out that should not be there. However, the adaptive immune system is there to be very, very, very specific. Things in the immune system, they target one another based on very specific protein structures. Proteins fold. They fold based on the amino acids that are within them. And they all have charges. The amino acids have charges. So it will create this protein structure of folding. And this unique folding creates this, this shape that your immune system can bind to like a lock and a key. And then from there, your immune system now has this pattern, which is going to look around your body, try to bind that specific target and clear it out with inflammation. Inflammation are things that are hot, 
red, swollen, things that, you know, you can feel like your body is moving energy somewhere. Truly, it's because it's in the blood. That is what inflammation is. So if your body is seeing something like an infection or a chemical or something that should not be there, this army should be able to clear it out. However, as I said, we are putting all sorts of interesting things in our body that our immune system does not recognize, does not recognize at all. So a few of these things that your immune system is actively going to try to clear are things like toxins. We talk a lot about toxins on this podcast because I really do find that they are the root cause of a lot of different imbalances in my patient population. And it could absolutely be a huge, huge piece of your puzzle. So things like heavy metals, environmental toxins, plastics, really any type of solvent. Those of you that work in certain occupations in which you're using different types of solvents or you're breathing in different fumes or different construction habits, these are all leading to different things in your environment that are entering your body. And there is something in medicine that is called epigenetics. You are not your genes. I will remind you this. Your genes are just a blueprint and your genetic material is expressed. It is expressed by being told what genes to turn on and what genes to turn off. Epigenetics are what are swimming around your cells and what are creating this communicative environment. It is what telling your cells what to make more of, what to make less of, what to turn on, what to turn off. This is why I fully do not believe that, you know, if you were told that you have the BRCA gene that you will get breast cancer, or if you have this gene that that is going to happen because it, it's not true. It's really not. Yes, you might carry that blueprint, but it does not mean that it will be expressed. It does not mean that it is on. When we are being exposed to all these different things in our environment, they do change that cellular soup is what I like to call it. So truly what your cells are bathed in, that soup is what is telling your cells what to do. So if your cellular soup is toxic or if your cellular soup has a lot of, you know, heavy metals or inflammatory chemicals, that cell is going to respond to that environment in a very different way than if it was very nourished, if it had beautiful, you know, compounds around it that were soothing that internal cellular environment. So to even start with that being said you can be exposed to these different things that are then turning on your cells to make interestingly shaped proteins and remember proteins change shape based on their amino acid structure amino acids are dictated by your dna so this really goes back to what your dna is saying to make and if your dna is making proteins that are folded now in a way that your immune system goes that shouldn't be there. It's going to set off an internal fire. That is inflammation. We talk a lot about inflammation on this podcast because that's what a lot of your symptoms are coming from. Inflammation is the way that your cells talk to one another. It's the way that things get done. It's the way that things get cleaned up and cleared out. So if you are someone that is working in a dirty environment, know that your cells can be then expressing genes that they wouldn't if you were in a clean environment. Your immune system is binding to these different proteins. So this is really why your environment has such an incredible impact on your health. So this is why doing things like detoxing is so powerful for the immune system. So I find that toxic exposure is one of the main triggers to then change the DNA expression of proteins that can lead you susceptible to something like autoimmune disease, truly. Something else that I see a lot of is something else that turns your immune system on infections, right? So if you are exposed to a virus, say, or a bacteria, let's let's use strep throat, for example. So you kissed Billy. Billy had a sore throat, but he didn't want to tell you. And you made out with Billy. Now your throat hurts. Throat hurts pretty bad. When you try to swallow, ugh, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. You look in the back of your throat, there's some white coating on there. What is going to happen is all of a sudden, your lymph nodes are going to get swollen. It's going to be painful to swallow. That lymph node 
build is truly your immune system creating that army because your army is triggered in your lymph nodes. So now your body is sending out an immune system to clear out that infection in this area. However, say that your immune system didn't do that. Say that it didn't do that at all. And now you have low grade strep. You, you know, your symptoms kind of went away, but now if you stay up all night, if you pull an all-nighter, if you drink, if you're stressed, you get an itchy sore throat. It just feels off. And, you know, you didn't take antibiotics. Let me just pause and say that. We're not going to talk about that choice, but you chose not to take antibiotics, which is your choice as a human. So that acute initial infection was the sore throat, was the swelling, was those symptoms. Your immune system, in a lot of ways, is able to clear an acute infection. However, what if it did not? What if some little streppies stayed in there and they stay hiding in your lymph nodes? What can happen is that your immune system is always seeing it a little bit and your immune system can keep it at bay. But now you stay up all night. You made terrible decisions and you wake up the next morning and your throat hurts and it reminds you that that strep is still living within you because you never killed it, right? This happens all the time, all the time. People ignore that something's going on in their body. Their immune system is not strong enough to clear it out and the infection just sits a little bit deeper in the body. Then it turns chronic, meaning that it's past that acute inflammatory reaction. Now this infection's kind of taking hold in your body. Infections are very small, very smart. They like to hide. So now you have this chronic low-grade inflammatory reaction to your immune system saying, ah, you should clear this out. And the immune system's doing its best, doing its best to clear it out. But that is a consistent trigger to your immune system, to your adaptive immune system to do something. And if the immune system is triggered for a long period of time, you know, it's doing its damn best job, but it's not perfect. And sometimes it gets confused and it can lead to this inflammation in other tissues of your body. And I didn't even pause to say that that is what autoimmunity is. It is when your immune system went from clearing something out like an infection, like a toxin, and instead it gets confused and it attacks itself. That's what the symptoms are from, is from your immune system targeting itself. And how does this happen? It happens by a mechanism called molecular mimicry. So remember, DNA encodes proteins. Proteins have different amino acids that have charges, so they fold in a very unique way. That folding then creates the key for your immune system to bind to. So that unique folding of a protein, so let's use gluten for instance. Gluten, like our ancestors, grew from the soil that was not polluted with glyphosate. They grew this protein. Well, the protein is the is the gluten in the structure of the plant, right? So gluten from food looks very different than genetically modified gluten that has been chemically altered so that it can withstand more, more toxins, essentially more glyphosate. So whenever something is genetically modified, go back to that DNA. Go back to what we were just chatting about, that DNA encodes protein. So if you genetically modify something, the protein now looks different. It does because that's that's just what it means. And the reason why they changed the protein is so that it has a certain function so you could grow more of it. So it looks different, whatever it is. But in the case of gluten, it is so that it can withstand more glyphosate. When these proteins then change structure, what happens is that we don't have an... And you know, an infinite amount of proteins, things look similar to one another and your immune system is fucking smart. But again, sometimes it gets confused. So now these proteins that have changed their structure, they look like different tissues in your body. So fun fact, gluten looks just like the cerebellum, which is part of your brain. 
gluten looks just like the brush border of your intestines. So that is why for some people, when they eat gluten, they have molecular mimicry in which their immune system goes, oh, that protein, that gluten protein, we, we haven't seen that. We haven't evolved with that. We need to clear it out. It makes an army to clear out the protein, but at the same time, that army goes, uh-oh, that kind of looks like it, and it's the brain. Uh-oh, that kind of looks like it, and it's the gut. Uh-oh, it kind of looks like that, and it is the thyroid. So this can happen with so many different things. So many different things can change that protein structure and lead to molecular mimicry in which now your immune system is doing an oopsie. It's, it's doing an oopsies and it's attacking itself. And that tissue destruction is what will present. And that is why symptoms show up. So now we're all the way back to that strep, right? So many infections can do this. So many infections can stay deep within the body and lead to this consistent chronic triggering of the immune system. And if that organism looks even slightly like a bodily tissue, that army can overflow if that immune system is continuously triggered because there's that organism within your body. Or if your immune system is triggered from anything else, then that alarm signal can go off and it can overflow into other parts of you. And this is why it's so important to take a comprehensive approach because so many things are influencing the immune system. We've talked together for so long about leaky gut and how this inflammation in the gut can lead to a breakdown of brush border enzymes. So then these big food molecules can now enter the bloodstream. What does that do? It triggers your immune system to try to clear it out because there should not be big food molecules in your blood. So as a result, that same thing can happen where your immune system, as it's trying to do a very specific job, gets a little confused, overflows, and attacks part of the body as a result. So the answer is not to just stop eating or to live in a bubble where you're exposed to nothing. The real solution to this is calming all of the ways that your immune system is triggered. So your lifestyle and the way that you are showing up for yourself absolutely matters. Other things that can absolutely influence your immune system from being high or low or confused are things like hormones, right? Because really, what is the cellular soup? What is bathing our cells and telling them what to do? What is turning them on and off? What is in the soup? What is in your soup? Hormones, nutrients, inflammatory chemicals, infections, all sorts of things. So hormones are potent, potent stimulators of cellular function. Female-bodied individuals watching this, if you have an autoimmune disease, you might notice that your symptoms vary dramatically throughout your cycle. And that is because of the varying levels of sex hormones. Estrogen can do different things to the TH2 arm of your immune system. Progesterone does very different things. Testosterone, very different things. So all of these hormones are influencing your symptoms. Same with cortisol. Cortisol is one of the strongest anti-inflammatory compounds that we make. And stress raises your cortisol. Skipping meals raises your cortisol a text from your boss saying that you have a meeting when it wasn't on your schedule. That's going to raise your cortisol. And as a result, it can change your DNA expression. It could change your epigenetics. It could change what your immune system is doing. And these are things that too often are just not in the conversation when someone is diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. Most of the time, they're given a medication that is an immune suppressant that is telling their immune system to calm down, to go nanites. But your immune system is brilliant, babe. Like, we don't need to nanites any part of you. We don't have to cut anything out. We don't have to shut anything up. We need to listen. So if your immune system is overactive, and if it's confused, if it's spilling out and over, it's because you have not found that initial trigger. Most of the time, it's not food. It's not. So those of you that are just ordering those online 
food allergy tests, know that it's not gonna solve your autoimmune disease. It's just not going to. I do think that for some people, cutting out certain foods that are immunological triggers are a game changer. Like for celiac disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, or really any autoimmune disease, just because of that mechanism that I told you about gluten, gluten's probably not your friend. It's an immense trigger of inflammation and you're trying to get inflammation down. But most of the time people, we evolved with food, right? I'm gonna continue to remind you that, like food that came from the earth, you know, normal things, things that didn't come in a package. So most of the time, your immune system knows what's up when it comes to food. However, our immune system did not evolve with GMO food, genetically modified food. It did not evolve with pesticides and herbicides. So I would say before you spend a lot of money on an autoimmune test for your foods, I would just switch to organic and try to detox your life away and try to just limit how many things are influencing your immune system first. And then if all of those things are not clear, then perhaps go down that, that, that hole. But again, most of the time it's not food, but I will remind you that a lot of you aren't eating food. A lot of you are eating a lot of poison and your immune system really doesn't like poison. That is an immense trigger for all sorts of things. I will say that I do find a lot that chronic infections are these triggers. So a lot of you have had mono before and just thought it magically went away. It didn't go away. It did not go away. It's probably still living inside you, which might be why you're so sleepy all the time. Fun fact, how many people have been exposed to mold. We all know I've been exposed to mold, right? I work with a lot of individuals that have been exposed to mold and mold is an incredibly powerful stimulator of inflammation, especially in the nervous system. So I work with people who have been diagnosed with MS, people that have been diagnosed with ALS. These are pretty, you know, heavy diagnoses only because of that conventional medicine doesn't have many options, right? They just say, uh, yeah, your immune system's attacking itself. Good luck. We're going to manage your symptoms. I really, uh, I say this from my heart. If you or someone that you know has one of those diagnoses, please look for mold in your house. Please look for mold in your place of work because I see this too often. I really do. And as a reminder, mold is a big deal. It is a big deal. If your landlord tells you it's not a big deal, that everyone has it. Um, you can actually sue your landlord. Just kidding. I don't know if you can, but I would try. I would try. Why not? Make some money. Send it to the podcast so we can find my producer a home. Okay. So these are big things that you need to look at. You need to consider if you're eating poison. You need to consider if you have a chronic infection. You need to consider if your hormones are confusing your cellular soup. You need to consider what stress is doing to your immune system and what it's doing to your mind and to your entire body. So things to help if you have a diagnosis of autoimmune disease, and truly I could list 500 of them for you. And really for me, when someone comes to me with one of those labels, I don't put them in that box because that box is just a a box of symptoms really that you can be put in and then insurance can code under those. That's really all diagnoses are. They're just a collection of symptoms and patterns. And for me, it's always the why, it's always the root. And oftentimes it is from one of those things that I mentioned and I love to find the root cause so that the immune system isn't screaming and so it can calm down. So I would highly recommend giving a fuck about what food you eat, about the water that you're drinking, about what is in your environment, Testing your home for not only mold, but other gram-negative bacteria that can live in the area, any chemicals that were built in your home. Those are huge, huge, huge shifts for your immune system. Just a big breath of fresh air that your immune system can breathe if it's not consistently trying to keep you alive. Yep. And then also getting a good look at your hormones and your lifestyle patterns, because if you're not sleeping, your hormones are going to be off. Know that melatonin 
is amazing for your immune system. It really is. So it's not just important for sleep. It's important for regulating everything. And you need to sleep just to heal. So if you get nothing else from this takeaway, and if you are someone with a diagnosis of autoimmune disease, please stop pulling all-nighters. Please go the fuck to bed and let yourself heal while you are sleeping, okay? And if you have issues sleeping, you need to work on that because the foundations of health absolutely have really significant impacts. And that is something that I hope all of you walk away from any episode on this podcast is walking away with this awareness of your power, that your choices do matter. And that also there is something underneath the surface because I love helping people understand the why. I really do. And if you're working with someone that isn't helping you understand the why, it's either because they weren't trained to look at the why and that's not their fault. It is truly conventional medicine's fault. It is not their fault. They probably went to medicine because they want to help you. Um, Or, you know, you could just take these... You could take the responsibility on yourself and you could take these deeper dives and open up these doors because your body is always speaking to you. And autoimmune disease is not something that you feel like you have to live with. It's not a... It's not a label that you have to carry throughout your life. It is just a way that your body is speaking to you. One of the best ways to regulate your immune system is through endorphins and through joy. So if you are someone who is attacking yourself, that's what autoimmune disease is. Even pause and ask yourself, what is your mental environment like? Because your environment, as far as your emotional backdrop for your cells, is also creating that cellular soup. Frequency is real. Energetics are real and it's not woo-woo. It's it's literally scientifically proven that these frequencies have input on our body. So if you are in a space of self-destruction and we've all been there, you all know my struggles with mental health because I tell you everything about me. And if you are telling yourself, I hate you, I want to die, I don't deserve to be here, I do everything wrong, whatever bullshit it is that you're saying for the day know that that is telling yourselves what to do and your cells are like oh no we shouldn't be here should we eat ourselves i don't know i'm not happy and it's it's something that truly does drip from the subconscious into the cellular soup so getting your mind right is incredible stress relief incredible i think everyone should do yoga in some way shape or form and i'm not talking about yoga like where you're pumping it out power yoga i'm talking about where you just sit the fuck down and feel and breathe and actually listen to your body because not many people can do that. And if we can manage our stress, we can help this internal alarm, this internal immune activation to calm down so that it's not spilling over and eating your tissues. And again, autoimmunity is just labeled based on the part of you that is being targeted. So myelin sheath in your brain and your spinal cord is MS. Different parts of the nervous system are ALS. Hashimoto's thyroiditis is low thyroid from targeting a certain part of that cascade. You can also have Graves disease, which is something else in the thyroid. You can have celiac disease in the gut. You can have celiac disease in the brain. You could have all sorts of things. But again, if you are someone that has been giving a label or a diagnosis, I want you to put that to the side and instead just listen to what your body is saying and also take responsibility because a lot of the times it does come down to that mental chatter. A lot of the times it does come down to toxicity, whether it's toxic environment, toxic friends, toxic relationships, toxic products that you're putting on and in your body and your immune system has to clear all of that out. So Make sure that you are on your own team and remind yourself that you are not going to be able to heal in an environment that made you sick. Your partner might be making you sick. Your job might be making you sick. And it's not just from the environment physically that you're exposed to, but it could be the energetics of why you were there. So one of the best things that you could do for autoimmune disease is get a dog. 
I was kind of kidding, but kind of not. Dogs make everything better. They do. Because you're going to pet them. You're going to get those endorphins. Endorphins are so good at flipping the switch of your immune system from being overactive to stable. And this could be literally anything that gives you joy. I think you all know the love that I have for my children, Kira and Casey, my soulmates for life, my fur children. Just think of their paws for one second. You just helped your autoimmune disease in thinking of their paws. Congratulations. Sniffing their paws is even better. They smell like Fritos. They smell amazing. Anything that brings you joy though, fam. And if you're not doing things that bring you joy, ask yourself that because you deserve it. And so much of this comes down to our mental programming, the way we talk to ourselves, the way we show up for ourselves. So the more that you can limit that excessive static, that excessive inflammation, the more that everything within you will be able to settle and that your immune system can work on clearing out what it needs to and keeping you nice and healthy. Because we don't always wanna be breaking ourselves down, right? We need to be building ourselves up. And in an autoimmune fashion, your body is breaking itself down and you don't have enough nutrients or energy to help keep yourself stable. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this family. Thank you for opening up your mental capacity to consider that there might be something beyond your diagnosis. And thank you for considering how you are contributing to your own signs and symptoms and suffering because that's where a lot of the healing happens. We can't always blame someone else. Even in autoimmune disease, you know, you're told to take this pill to manage your symptoms. You can manage them. You can stop the pattern. You can break it. You always can. And you you will if you want to, if you so choose. So my babies, if you found this helpful at all, share it with someone. Definitely like this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, and definitely stay tuned because we are going to keep talking about things that we need to talk about. And if you get a dog, send me a picture because I love doggies. Bye.